Welcome to I Am A Faith Warrior, a series of encouraging and empowering short lessons. This is volume one, and there she was, Kingdom Building. I am Tracy Janine, and this is my virtual classroom. And there she was at the end of the four synoptic gospels, Mary Magdalene, our devoted faith warrior. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence today. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, that you are good. We ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would be here teaching us, dear Heavenly Father, those lessons that will help us as faith warriors to continue this journey for your glory. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to read to you uh, the 20th from the 20th chapter of John, verse 13. I'll pick that gospel to read from. And it says there, they have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am returning to the father and to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he, that he had said these things to her. The backdrop to the story is that Jesus is at the end of his ministry and he has been on ministry for three years, approximately healing, delivering, casting out legions, feeding people, teaching people. And he has been portrayed by Judas. The disciples have fled. So he is at the end of the ministry where he is about to be prosecuted, persecuted, die, suffer, die, and be risen from the grave. That's where we are when Mary Magdalene is introduced to us. So here we have Mary Magdalene, who is being introduced to us in, a, in an unusual way. Typically, women in the Bible were titled by their relationship with the man. Mary Magdalene, in turn, is titled by her, her city. So you in the Bible will see a lot of um, the mother of, the sister of a man, the daughter of a man. But here we have Mary Magdalene, who is associated with the city of Magdala. The city of Magdala was across the sea from Galilee. And Mary Magdalene was not only a Mary, which was a very common, common name at that time. Not only was she from the city of Magdala, in addition, you can identify this particular Mary from the fact that she had seven demons, meaning that she had 
a situation or demons, seven demons that were in control of her, that gripped her. And a lot of times as faith warriors, you can remember your past when you had a situation, a habit, an addiction, a trigger that would send you in a rage, a relationship, a mindset that controlled you to your detriment. So Mary Magdalene is no different. She has seven demons, but she was delivered from the demons. The Bible says that they were cast out and that's key for faith warriors that she was delivered. She had them no more. She had survived them. She had pressed through from where she was to get to Jesus to be delivered, to be set free. And so as faith warriors, it's important for us to see from Mary Magdalene that our deliverance does not erase our past. It alters our future or our destiny. Our deliverance does not act like that our past was never there. It doesn't erase it. It doesn't eradicate it, but it alters our future for the better. And a lot of times in the church, we're, we want to put on this uh, facade as if our past didn't occur. We prefer to be recognized by who we are now in the moment and not to be reminded of where we came from. But Mary Magdalene stands as a witness that Sometimes your deliverance is relevant because it shows what God has done for you and it shows where you have come from and it shows how God moves so much in your life that caused you to be the woman that you are today or the man that you are today. So faith warriors, your deliverance does not erase your past but it alters your future. And we don't have to be so beholden to what people think about our past because we are delivered. So the identity that the writer shows us about Mary Magdalene is extremely important. And we take heed to that. We will discuss Mary Magdalene's devotion. Mary was devoted. And let me explain what I mean by devoted. Give you an example. Sports is prevalent here in America. <laughs> and you have some people that just like sports. You have other people who are fans of a particular sport. And you have other people who are fans of a particular team. Then you have, uh, to the point where they'll follow them. But if, if the team starts to have a losing season or a losing decade, they'll leave that support of that team and go support another team. And then you have those fans that do not care if their team loses, wins, never wins a championship, never does anything. They are devoted fans to that particular team. And when we're talking about devotion here, we're talking about the devotion that Mary Magdalene had is just at another level in her closeness with God. She is truly devoted. And so Mary Magdalene shows her devotion in a multiple ways. First, she shows it by giving. She gave of her means. Mary Magdalene was an independent woman. She picked up her things from Magdala and followed Jesus. And what she had with her was resources, we know, because she gave money to Jesus's ministry. So she was independent. 
Mary Magdalene not only gave of her resources, but she also gave of her time because she traveled with Jesus throughout his ministry. And so as faith warriors, we understand that giving to the ministry, our time and our resources is important where some believers may not understand that level of devotion. They don't get why we're at every event and they don't understand why yet again, we're fixing meals for the homeless or we're giving of our tithes or we put an insurance policy and make the beneficiary our ministry because we are devoted to the things of God. And Mary shows, gives us an example of devotion with our giving. She also gives us an example of devotion with her presence. Now, what do I mean when I use the word presence? Mary was there. The disciples had fled at this point and Mary was there in the bad times. She had always been there in the good times when the multitude of people were fed or when healing was given out or when lessons were taught. Mary was there, even though the Bible does not recognize her. She was a disciple following Jesus. But when the male disciples left after Judas betrayed him, Mary was there. She was there when he was persecuted. She was there in the bad times. And that's really important. It could be that her past with all those demons taught her how to endure, taught her how to press through to her breakthrough. It could be that that deliverance helped her to be just that more resilient for Jesus. So while the other disciples was gone, the male disciples had fled and maybe it was too dangerous for them. And Peter was denying Jesus. There was Mary. She was devoted in the bad times. She was present. She was present when Jesus was prosecuted. She was present when he was persecuted. She was a witness to him carrying the cross. She was a witness to Jesus being nailed and thorns and piercings. And she was there when they ridiculed him. She was there the church ministry took a blow and Mary stuck it out. You get it? Mary was there when the preacher had a scandal. Mary was still there when sister so-and-so fell from grace. Mary still worked through. She was dedicated even though Jesus was dying on the cross. She heard the last breath, his last cry, and saw him taken down. Mary saw him being given, his body being given over to Joseph. Mary saw Jesus being put in the tomb. Mary saw the uh the stone going over the tomb, sealing this tomb. Mary Magdalene was there, present, and devoted faith warriors are present. Not only in the good times when the congregation is overflowing and all you can't get a seat in the in the sanctuary, not in the good times when social media has picked up and you're getting more followers than ever, but also in the difficult times when the church is being persecuted because of the church's beliefs. In the bad times when the church is being made fun of or in the bad times when churches don't get things just right and they're being uh, carried through the news cycle. 
So that's what a faith warrior does. A devoted faith warrior gives and is present, but also a devoted faith warrior keeps trying. And that's what Mary Magdalene did. Not after Jesus was in the tomb and the tomb was sealed, Mary went home. She's been separated from the ministry that she knew. She's being separated from what she is accustomed to. So she goes home at night and she rests or whatever. We don't know. But she comes back early in the morning. She keeps trying. She keeps pushing. She may not know what to do. She's lost her human Jesus. The thing that she has been devoted to, the person that she has loved on and relied on and invested in, the person whose ministry that she was devoutly serving. She went back first thing in the morning. She was first because she was devoted to the ministry of Jesus Christ. And that's how we are to be as faith warriors, devoted. We are there on the scenes when we're needed. And we're also there when we don't really even understand what's going on. We're still showing up. But I want you to notice something when we read the scripture about Mary Magdalene. She wasn't perfect. She was not perfect. I believe it's Luke's account that says the angel says, why are you looking for the living among the dead? There she is. The woman who had invested in Jesus, given to the ministry, uh, followed Jesus. Jesus delivered her. She watched Jesus die, saw him get in the tomb, and she doesn't even recognize Jesus. She doesn't recognize him by sight or by voice. She's not perfect. She's not perfect. Jesus says, why are you crying in John? She's not perfect. So as faith warriors in Christ, we have to understand we're devoted, but we're not perfect. We're devoted, but we're not perfect. And it's okay to say, I got it wrong. I should have went left, but I went right. I made a mistake. The problem we have in the church as faith warriors is certain teachings will have you to believe that because you made a mistake, your faith wavered. Mary's faith didn't waver. She just didn't know what else to do. And she did the best she could. She kept trying. So as faith warriors, our message today is we're devoted, but we're not perfect. And that's okay. We're devoted, but we're not perfect. We were never called to be perfect. And so look at her, even in her error, even in her mistake of going someplace where Jesus is not even going to be after she, he told her that he would be raised and he wouldn't even be there. She goes there and in her error, in the mistake that's pointed out in, in some of the scriptures, she's still talking to Jesus. He's still there for her because she de she's devoted. She's devoted. So we see that Mary is devoted through her giving, through her presence, and also through her trying. We are to be devoted, but we are not perfect. The next thing we would like to point out is Mary was close to Jesus. She was intimate. She had a very close relationship with Jesus. How do we know? Well, in the dialogue, she didn't recognize Jesus. But when Jesus called her name, Mary, 
She knew exactly who he was. She recognized him as her teacher. She called him in honor, rabbi, teacher. So we as faith warriors have to have a close relationship with God. How do we know she's close? By her devotion, because she gave. When you give anything, your time, your resources, that gets you closer to the person. How do I know? If you take any relationship you've ever been in or anybody you know that have ever been in, when that relationship breaks up, all they talk about is what they gave, how they gave. And that giving, uh, that statement is an indication of, I was trying to be close by with them. I was trying to uh, be one with them. So she was close with Jesus, so much so she knew his voice. And that is important for devoted faith warriors. Why? Because when the Lord calls your name, you are on assignment. In that very moment, he said, Mary, Mary responded, teacher. He said, don't hold on to me. In fact, I need you to go tell the brothers this, that, and the other. And that's why we are intimate with God. It reminds me of uh, in 1 Samuel 3, how young Samuel was. Young Samuel wasn't able to know when the Lord was calling. The Lord called him and the Lord and Samuel went over to Eli and asked, was that you? Two or three times. The Lord kept calling Samuel, but he wasn't able to recognize his voice. The sheep hears the shepherd's voice. They respond to the shepherd's voice. Mary Magdalene responded immediately to her name being called. Why? Because she is on assignment. She is on assignment and we have to be intimate with God. We have to be intimate with God and that intimacy is required so that we can hear our name called for our next assignment. Then after that, what happens is, got to watch where Mary is now. Look where Mary is in totality. She's at the exodus of Jesus's ministry here on earth and she's at the genesis of what we've come now to being indwelled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the savior of the world. The Holy Spirit coming onto the scene. She's in between the two. So what does she has to do, have to do now? Is she has to follow through. She has to answer the call and fulfill the assignment. She has to do a follow through. And as prayer warriors, when our name is called and our assignment is given, we have to follow through. Watch how Mary Magdalene goes to tell the disciples, you know, and I know that doubt could have uh, crept up in her because one of the scriptures says she was making nonsense. This is, and a couple of them say the disciples didn't even believe her, but at least Peter jumped up to go to the tomb to see based on her account. But the point is that she listened and was devoted and was able to follow through on what God asked her to do. Now, the question we have is why? Why is that important as faith warriors? Why should that matter to us today? What is the good news in all of this? Well, the good news is not so much that she went to the disciples because 
Uh, Jesus had to appear to the disciples multiple times. He appeared to 12 and 7 and 2. You know, we have the Thomas doubting thing that's going on. So Jesus still had to appear to them and even appear to them uh, in the upper room. So what? why is it important for us as devoted faith warriors to follow through if it may not even be relevant? What was the point of Jesus telling her to go tell the disciples that he is alive, that he has risen? Well, the point is this. <laughs> Honor. God gives the devoted faith warrior honor. Oh, God. Look at Mary Magdalene. There she was. Over there in a city. Just a plain old Mary with seven demons. But she was delivered by Christ. And what happened? She devoted her time and her energy and her resources and everything she had to his ministry. She stood present with him while he was enduring the worst of times. She was there trying still after he had died to still be the faith warrior that she was committed to be. And what happens? Jesus meets her early in the morning. He meets Mary Magdalene, the other women that was with her early in the morning, Mary Magdalene. And he tells her first. Why? Because she is devoted. Why? Because she is devoted. And if you think about faith warriors and devoted people that we have known ourselves personally throughout the years, the honor that's due them, the honor that's bestowed upon them. It's not so much that they had faith, but they were so devoted. He bestowed honor to her. <laughs> the female first <laughs> to go tell the good news that Jesus has risen that Jesus is alive. A woman, he told her first, he gave her the honor because she was at the cross, because she saw him being really cute, because she watched him take his last breath, because she was there present. She was. Her and the women, go tell them. You understand what I'm saying? This is the first announcement of the proclamation. Go proclaim, woman. As Jesus called her, Mary, go proclaim to the other disciples that I am alive. I am risen. That's the honor. And the beauty of it is, is that it's in all four Gospels. It's in all four, written by all the men. So, just as a sidebar, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I guess I will. Just as a sidebar. When women faith warriors are faced with this ideology that women aren't called to do anything, just take them back to Mary Magdalene and let them argue with the text. Because Jesus himself called her and put her onto assignment to announce the good news first. So we are blessed 
to see an example of our devoted Mary Magdalene. And we have learned some key principles that we can take with us. First, that deliverance does not erase our past, but it alters our future, just as it did Mary Magdalene. She went from demon-possessed, cast out, devoted disciple, to being the one honored to be the first to proclaim the good news. Secondly, we learned that we ought to be devoted, but we don't have to be perfect. It's all right to be imperfect, but we have to be devoted. Then thirdly, we have to be intimate with God. We have to have a very close relationship with God because he's going to call our name. And when our name is called, he's not calling it for naught. It's because we are now on assignment. Lastly, we have to have follow through. We have to finish what God has assigned us to do. We have to finish it. Sometimes it will seem as it's not even advancing the kingdom. Sometimes it has seemed like it was just a waste of time because people aren't going to believe you and people don't hear you. But that's okay. We're devoted to the things of God. Those were the four points. But lastly, the good news is that God gives honor to the devoted faith warrior. God gives honor to the devoted faith warrior. I pray this message, this lesson has been a blessing unto you. To God be the glory. To support, subscribe, like, follow on social media platforms and podcasts.